What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined, as always, by Glenn Enos. Junior. And that's it. It's actually just us today. Who's that a Red Sox game? The Boston Red Sox are being uh, graced by Matt Sousa's presence. Thank and, uh, God this isn't a Red Sox podcast, because if it was, I'd probably jump oh. off a bridge. Um, yeah. I mean, fantasy hasn't been great through three weeks, but the Red Sox haven't been great through 162 games. <laughs> so I, there was a there was a stretch in the middle of the season, probably from like, if, correct me if I'm July. wrong, but I think it was like, was it? No, it was like May to July, wasn't it? Where they May, they were like really good. And then June, they were okay. And then July, they were really good. July was like their hot month. And we were, I was like, it's a playoff team. And then August, <laughs> everything came crashing down. And I was like, this team sucks. Yeah. Anyways, Souza is giving them their his support tonight. Um, so he's, he's not here. It's just so me and Mason. John Henry once said, let's go Red Sox. Let's go Red Sox. Yeah. Let's go Red Sox. And we know he's having a good time no matter what he's doing because he's 3-0 and and we're not. No, but I am still kind of happy because I am 2-1. and I got off the schneid against your dad. I'm pretty sure I've lost to him probably like three or four straight years, uh, and I beat his ass finally. Um, and and yeah, I got just my first to, win. And Glenn got his first win, dude. Against Jake not, Fryer. Also, things were not looking super great for you based off of how the season has gone so far in relation to Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Um, So I was, I'll be honest, Glenn, I saw that you had Chase left and I was like, he's got a chance, but Mm. Burrow's Burrow's been ass. Mm -hmm. Um, But (laughs) the dink and dunk man worked for you. He got, he ended up, didn't even have 20, right? He ended up with 20, no touchdowns. That's crazy. Ended up with 20. And, and here's the thing. I'm not going to say that Panacho jinxed Fryer, but he might have jinxed Fryer. So the game started, and it's 8.40 yesterday, and I'm down, like I said, 17 at Fryer. Panacho texts me and goes, not even busting balls, but why not go with CMC or someone else than Chase? Because through two weeks, Jamar Chase has been asked. So I told him what I've told everybody else. I have CMC in two other leagues. He says, so I said, I didn't want to overload on him in case he went down and I had chase in zero of my leagues and I wanted the Jamar chase experience, which was not what I got through two weeks. So right after that, those text messages occurred, Joe Burrow said, Hey, wait a minute. We got number one on our team. And the coaches says, Hey, wait a minute. We got number one on our team. (laughs) And then they put him in a position to succeed because the Rams just strictly went zone coverage for about 90% of the game. And Jamar Chase lined up in every different spot you could as a wide receiver and just found soft spots in the zone because Joe Burrow for 90% of the game was only throwing five yard passes in the air. Thinking Doug, he couldn't make big plays happen. He couldn't throw it deep. He couldn't extend plays with his legs because that calf's bothering him. He was literally 2001 Tom Brady. And, um, yeah, I think I think that actually benefited Jamar Chase and PPR and half PPR leagues as he did the thing. 
and I got my first win, and now I can finally have that. It's like it's like the Patriots this week. Like, I don't feel like joyous because I'm still one and two, but it's a sigh of relief that I didn't go zero and three. Like the yeah. Patriots aren't, aren't aren't you know like not like they smoked the shit out of the Jets. Let's be honest, they very well should be zero and three. Like, like uh, dude, did you see the hail mary at the end of the game? I did, but come on, if it's Rail going out of hail mary, had that. he could have, but should have, could have, would have. I mean, look, the bottom line is, and I've I've heard rumors about this. The Jets, I'm sorry, all due respect to Zach Wilson. But as Stephen A. once said, God, what the fuck? I just had it, and I lost it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe oh, Son of a bitch. He, he sucks. That's what I wanted to say. Um, you know the famous Stephen, uh, Stephen A. rant where he's like, the dude is a certified scrub. Is that what he said? <laughs> I don't he's know. He's a bona fide scrub. He's, like had, he's had a lot of uh, rants in his time, so. Well, whatever. Regardless, Zach Wilson stinks. Um, yeah. And if the if the Jets even got serviceable quarterback play, they would be beating people. You just wait till the news, buddy. Oh, I know. I was going to say, I'm scared, man. I am so scared because of the Jets. <laughs> and the Jets are so dumb. The Jets yeah. are so dumb that they would absolutely do the thing that I know you're going to talk about. And it, if that happens, I'm going to jump off of a bridge. Um, real quick, just to talk about talk about uh, my game real quick. Be Glenn's dad, but in Craig's league, dude. Have you, did you see my team? Dude. I saw it went off, right? Dude, for the third week in a row, it went off. Oh, I shit. scored 158 points. And I had Moster on my bench and you had this week's fuck of the week foreshadowing in your lineup yeah and i scored 158 if i had started raheem Mostert, i would have finished with 198 points that's fucking crazy right so the thing is as my team is a glass cannon i have lamar jackson i've got keenan allen uh so I've got a lot of guys who potentially could absolutely tear their shit and I would be fucked. But right now, they're rolling. Speaking of tearing their shit, how tight was your ass when Justin Jefferson (laughs) went down? You don't understand, right? So, like I said, before the podcast and when me and Glenn were talking on the live stream, I helped my mom move some stuff this week. So, we got back right from where i'm moving from and my it was raining it was pouring so my mom was like listen she was like uh i'll text you when it lets up and we will go move this into the house i was like okay cool sounds good great awesome so my mom watching football with megan my mom texts me around like Probably like, what was that? That was the end of the game. So it was like four-ish, somewhere around there. It's almost four. Yeah, so it's probably almost four, right? One o'clock games wrapping up. Justin Jefferson had a great week. I grittied in my living room, dead to rights. Right hand on the Bible. You can ask Megan. He caught that shit. Thank you. She just yelled he did. 
Uh, he caught that touchdown. I got up and I started doing it across the floor. And Megan was like, please, you're yelling so loud. Stop it. <laughs> and I was right. like, I'm so sorry. But she's also a Minnesota fan because of uh, because her grandfather played for them. So case case in point. But her grandfather's Randy Moss, by the way, for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her grandfather's <laughs> Randy Moss. Um, No, so. I hit the gritty. I'm feeling great, dude. I might as well gritty down to go help my mom move the shit in from from her car. I I put her stuff in the cart. We go up the elevator, moving into her house. My mom's like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom quick. So I had Red Zone on my phone. Like I have YouTube TV on my phone, right? So I'm like, oh, I watch Red Zone while I'm waiting. Pull it up. Justin Jefferson is on the ground, and I was like. There goes my season. Oh, Watch it as it goes. Uh, I literally was like, well, I, I was like, I knew the injury bug was going to catch up to me eventually, man. There it is. Fuck my ass. And thank God. Scott Hansen's like, oh, looks like it's just cramps. It's just cramps. <laughs> it's just cramps. He's chugging water. It's just cramps. I was like, thank. I was like, thank you. Thank you, oh, man. God, dude. I was literally about to piss myself. Like, like um, I don't even have any stock in him in any of my leagues, but like, just a sigh of relief to like see him come back because it sucks when great players like that get hurt. And like, like even the Nick Chubb injury, like talking about back to last week, it's just it's unfortunate. You never want to see anyone get hurt, especially in fantasy, because you want all your good guys out there. But uh. Yeah, that was scary. And I was thinking about you. Dude, I was so scared. I was so scared. Like, they, I, he gave me, I literally had the equivalent of fantasy heart attack. It's like your, your fantasy life flashes before your eyes. Because then you yeah. go, who do I have on my bench? Who am I going to start next week? And then you say, who can I trade for? Who's on this guy? I want that guy. Is he on this guy's team? Oh, he's on this guy's team. That guy's never going to trade him to me. He loves him. Uh, who else can I trade with? It's like it all happens in literally the millisecond. As soon as your guy hits the ground, you're like, well, <laughs> there it is. That, that sucks. But yeah, thankfully, got through this week. Got Panacho this week coming up, oh, uh, which means my team is going to score 40 points because that happens every single time I play Congratulations him. Congratulations on being 3-1. Oh, my God. Yep. Thanks for the jinx. No, I'm not even joking. His team stinks. Dude, (laughs) no, you don't understand. I already know his team's going to pop off against me. Justin Fields has the Broncos this week. The Broncos. (laughs) Yeah. He's about to get 40. DJ Moore's about to get 30. He's about to have the best fantasy game he's ever had. I can feel it in in my loins. Well, we got a lot to cover today, so uh, let's get to the news. Without Sousa. Oh, yeah. This is the news without Sousa. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rattle off some news here. Rapid fire. Um hmm. The New York Jets have signed quarterback Trevor Simeon to their practice squad. Now, I don't know what that means. 
because week in and week out, we have to listen to Robert Sala tell us that Zach Wilson is their guy. He's their quarterback. <clears throat> and uh, I don't know about you, but Zach Wilson's really not that good. I was listening to first take today at my lunch, and Stephen A. Smith was talking about Zach Wilson. And um, Mason, you're familiar with Jamarcus Russell, right? He's probably the worst number one quarterback draft pick in the history of the NFL. Yeah, he's picked by the Raiders, right? Correct. If you go through his timeline of 25 games with Zach Wilson's timeline of 25 games, they have identical numbers. That's how bad Zach Wilson is. And yeah, week in and week out, Robert Salas says, that's our guy. And I get it as a coach, you want to try, you, you know, you're not going to tell if that really is your guy, you want it, you want his confidence to be as good as it possibly can be. But man, oh man, watching Garrett Wilson on the sideline, chirping with him back and forth, like he and everyone else on that team must be frustrated beyond belief. Mason, you ever, I know you played hockey growing up, but you ever been like a really good player on a really bad team? Um, I mean, look, I was never super good because I started playing pretty late. Um, I basically can skate really fast, but my puck handling skill is abysmal. Um, so, but that being said, I was better than most of the kids on my team because the team that I played for was you basically just had to pay and they'd let you on the team essentially. So I wasn't necessarily really good, but I also definitely was not the worst. Um, all, All right. that to say, yes, I have. So I don't know if Maxis is in the chat right now. We used to play town league basketball together, and uh, our team was god-awful. Now, I'm in my prime, eight, ten years old, Glenn playing basketball. I was pretty good. And when I had to look at these scrub kids, chuck the ball off the backboard, not even hit rim, not even come close to doing anything, and I am just like either hands up saying, what are we doing? Or hands on me. my hips being like, what the fuck is going on? That has to be what Garrett Wilson is thinking every time he takes the field with Zach Wilson. Or every time the defense gets off the field after a good stop and then they, they're right back in 30 seconds later because their offense is going three and out. And punt. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. That defense, the Jets defense is fucking nasty. Oh, yeah. Like they, um, if Aaron Rodgers didn't um, didn't tear his Achilles, I, honest to God, think that the race for first place in the AFC East would have been so fun to watch because I think the Jets would have been filthy. Like, yeah. I know people think that like. Aaron Rodgers had the potential like that could be a Russell Wilson situation. I don't care what anyone no. says. That was not going to be a Russell Wilson situation. And at this they point, anyone is better happen. than Zach Wilson. Yes. Like people say so. that, like, I think compare like Jerry Judy is a good wide receiver. I think Garrett Wilson is infinitely better than him. Um, and I think Javante Williams is a good back. Obviously, he's coming off an ACL, and you're seeing you're seeing that both him and Brees Hall are struggling currently. So is um, Dalvin Cook. That is true. Dalvin Cook is as well. He's, he's a great running back too. But it's know. just it's just the 
they would have been it would have been so fun to watch and that's why it's so disappointing that that happened to Aaron Rodgers um you know obviously as a Patriots fan makes it easier for the Patriots to be quote unquote in it even though they're not they stink absolutely um like I don't know I would have enjoyed watching that especially because it's just a nice change of pace the people in the division have like the division has been so uncompetitive for so long and even the fact that you have the Dolphins and the Bills kind of duking it out is is still entertaining. They play each other so, this week. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun game. Um, you had said about the Jets earlier something that I don't think we were talking about the same thing. Something that the Jets might do. Oh, so I've been seeing a lot of rumors on Twitter. Okay. That apparently, because the Vikings are zero and three. There's rumors <laughs> that they <Yeah>. might <laughs> trade Kirk Cousins to the Jets and that. tank to get Caleb Williams. So I think this is the final year of Kirk's um, contract. The Vikings are 0-3. They're not really going anywhere. Um, so that's what people are, are postulating online. Obviously, I think the addition of Trevor Simeon kind of puts a little bit of a damper on that. Um so I don't really think it's as plausible as maybe this morning, but this is the Jets we're talking about. Because in reality, you're thinking, well, that would be stupid because they'd be trading a shit ton of draft capital for just this year. And I mean, I know they have a young team and obviously a lot of guys are rookie contracts. So, you know, they want to maximize that window. But if there is anything that Kirk Cousins has shown you and I know he's QB number one this year, right? But I'm talking pure football. Why the fuck would the Jets do that? There is no shot that Kirk is good enough to I'll bring a team to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. He's good to bring. A, he's good enough to bring the Jets team to a Super Bowl. I disagree. Uh, dude, anybody, anybody is better than Zach Wilson right now. Going from Zach Wilson to Kirk Cousins. It's like going from your mediocre quarterback to an elite quarterback. Like, like it would be going from like Mac Jones to like Patrick Mahomes. I understand that. I understand that. But I'm saying from like a clutch, like actual football perspective. I'm saying like, dude, how many teams has he had with the, with the Vikings that were good? Like the first few years he was there, the Vikings were nasty. But But he's never had a defense like this. Dude, one of the years they had a really damn good defense. But I'm telling you, I think you, Jared not, Allen was still there. Good, but and it's not as young as this Jets defense. And if the Jets are really all in, like they say they're gonna be, I wouldn't. Why not? And if it doesn't work out, you get rid of Cousins. You got Aaron Rodgers possibly coming back next year. I don't know. I just feel like it'd be stupid. But then they also be they'd be wasting draft capital, in my opinion, because they had to trade to get Rodgers. Did they not? No, they signed him. Oh, they signed him. Yeah, he was a free agent, wasn't he? I thought that they. Tra- I thought it was a trade. Hold on, I don't know. Let me let me look that up. I'll look it up. All right, more news. Um, Mike Williams is out for the year. Um, was it a torn ACL? I'm so bad at the news. Uh yeah, it's torn ACL. He's out for the year, placed on IR, and the sin. Uh, whoa, the Los Angeles Chargers have signed wide receiver Simi Fajoko, former Cowboy. Um, 
Matt LaFleur says he's cautiously optimistic about Aaron Jones playing this Thursday night, which is good. But cautiously optimistic is an oxymoron. Is that the correct term? Um... I don't know if it's necessarily an oxymoron because technically the opposite of optimistic would be pessimistic, not really cautious. You know what I mean? I understand what you're saying, though. All right. Also, cool. it was a trade. Oh. So the uh, Packers traded Rodgers and their 2023 first round pick and a 2023 fifth round pick to the Jets. For New York's 2023 first round pick, a 2023 second round pick, a 2023 sixth round pick, and a conditional 2024 second round pick that becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays this season. So technically, they did end up only trading a second for him because he didn't play 65% of the plays because he's out. So, but I mean, like, you know, if they traded Kirk Cousins. Uh, for Kirk Cousins, they'd obviously be probably giving up a decent amount, I would think. Let's see, um, another candlelight visual for Derek Carr. And actually deserved this time. <laughs> actually deserved. <laughs> he looks pretty banged up. They believe with a, I think it's an AC joint. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Saints signed quarterback Jake Lutton off the Panthers practice squad to add to their fifty-three man roster, but. Jameis Winston should be the starter in Carr's absence. Um, whoops. How do we feel about Olave and Michael Thomas based on this news? Oh, I think it, I think it, it takes them down a little step, plus Kamara's returning this week as well. So they might try to take the ball out of Jameis's hands as much as possible if they don't want him to turn it over. I'd say Kamara probably gets more touches than he normally might. I don't know. Backs. But I still think they're fine. Like, Jameis has proven he can make a wide receiver in fantasy, as he did with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin back in Tampa. Yeah. So I don't I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Personally. Yeah, I'm still going to start. I'm not going to bench Michael Thomas or uh, Chris Olave. Um, Christian Watson was asked if he's playing Thursday, and in quotation marks, he said, that's the plan. Oh, okay. That's big. Dan Campbell said uh, Decker and Dave Montgomery are trending in the most positive are trending the most positive for Green Bay's game. So Montgomery might be back Thursday night. Um, Not sure that that matters if you're a Jameer Gibbs owner because he did get the 15 plus touches I wanted. He just couldn't find the end zone. I want to let you know, Mason, through three weeks, my running backs have three running backs. By the way, Dalvin Cook included as my flex. Zero touchdowns. Um, it's driving me nuts. I actually am in the same boat as you, Glenn. Uh, my running backs have no touchdowns. I mean, technically, Roshan Johnson got one on my bench. And Kyron Williams. But on my bench. Yeah, <laughs> I well, wasn't saying. starting them. All right. Yeah, all right. You can but say me too. My Matt, starter. Matt Breida got a touchdown. But you're starting uh, Kyron I, now, right? Yeah, but he didn't get a touchdown last night. Right, last week. Okay, I got you. So, all right. Um, Patriots Mac Jones isn't expected to be suspended for allegedly cup-checking Jets cornerback Sauce Gardner in Sunday's game. Dude. I didn't see this. I've been see- – bro, I have been seeing that. This is, like, what I hate 
and so- sometimes hate and simultaneously love about X, the new version of Twitter. When you go mm-hmm. on your free you page and you watch something and then all you get for the next like 27 posts are that exact video just quote tweeted by 27 different people because they're just trying to like obviously the video interested you so they're like please engage with these people um so the amount of times i saw some fucking patriots fan account some dude with a scally cap on who's from southie being like yeah, dude, before the play, though, fucking uh, Williams and Sauce Gardner tackle Mac Jones to the fucking ground. That was pretty dirty. But he gets up and whacks a guy in the fucking stones. And now I got to see I gotta see this guy? video so I can dude. have my take on it because I just, haven't seen he it. Just, he walks by and he gives him a little whoop. And I don't well, agree with that for the record. Mac Jones is a bitch for doing that. But it's like, and like, come on, man. It's just, but it's just stupid. Like, why are we getting so defensive like so many people were so defensive online about Mac was like dude just say he hit him in the balls that's my quarterback fucking cares man it's like you uh, don't have to go to bat for the guy he's not even he's not even good enough to go to bat if, if it was brady i'd be like i see his hand moving that replay bro mac jones i'm like i fucking cares i'm sure he hit him in the balls whatever so that's it for the news but there is even bigger news and uh we're actually gonna have a new segment on the show and mason the official name is uh tstk watch baby oh yeah and for today we're gonna have a very special guest um mrs glenn enos jr my wife chelsea will be joining us because she is a big swifty to uh give her take on this Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift news. So, oh. yo, without, what up? Without further ado, hi, Chels. Hi. Love this. I love this. Welcome to the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast, and welcome to our new segment, TSTK Watch, brought to you All right. by. We don't have a sponsor yet. That? Mason. That, that was oh. me. It was off the cuff. That was good. We, we, we needed a name. That's good. So basically, yeah. basically, what we know, and I'm Chelsea, I'm going to let you get to your points as we can discuss them. What we know is that there has been rumors over the past, I'd say, I don't know, three weeks that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are friends. Friends, in quotation marks. Okay. This past Sunday at Arrowhead Stadium, Taylor Swift was seen in a suite with Mama Kelsey cheering on the Chiefs and Travis Kelsey with a bunch of people. So, Chelsea, yep. what else do we know about this situation? All right. So, we know that Taylor was there with Mama Kelsey. Okay. We know that Taylor left the stadium with Travis. We know that they drove away in a purple convertible that is known to be Travis's own vintage car. Would you would you they, call that a getaway car, perhaps? I would. I would call that a getaway car. All right. We know that they bought out an entire restaurant to celebrate with the team. They were partying together until 2 a.m. And th- that's what we know. Those are the facts. 
Interesting. So basically, I want to know both your takes on this because I have my own take as well. Um, Chelsea, what do you think? What do you make of this Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey connection? Do you think they're friends? Do you think they're more than friends? Do you think it's all just a ruse? Uh, what's, your, what's your take on it? So I think that a lot of this is for publicity. Um, Taylor has her album, 1989, Taylor's Version, coming out October 27th. And when they were leaving the stadium, Travis was wearing this blue-white denim combo. It was giving 1989 vibes. I think that is an Easter egg. We know Taylor is the queen of Easter eggs. That could have been an Easter egg. I think, you know, her tour ended, United States tour over, but everyone's still talking about Taylor. Everyone's talking about Taylor. What Just when she dips, dips off the radar, she's at the Chiefs game, back on the radar. Travis is also benefiting from this. His jersey sales are up 400%. 24.3 million viewers for the NFL. It's big. It's big. People who don't give a shit about football, they're watching football. They're watching football to see if Taylor's there. Now, strictly just football or just Kansas City Chief games? Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Taylor's not they going on. Patriots. No. Why, why would you do that? Exactly. Mason, what do you think? Um, so here's my thing, right? I think everything that Chelsea just said is extremely valid. Um, but I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to believe I'm buying into the hype. This is, this is the power couple that the world needs. And I just want to rescind. I've, I've come on this podcast before and I have said that Travis Kelsey kind of gives me douche chills sometimes. Oh, douchebag vibes. Big douchebag vibes. But, but. I have come around on him and I've seen clips from his podcast, with Jason Kelsey, and that shit's funny and he's funny. So I'm for, I'm all for it. Let's do it. Like I, I mean, nah, see, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I think Taylor's completely out of his league. I mean, I, I think, I think that think so. Yeah, he's Taylor's like, out of his league. No, wait. Do you I mean, mean do you mean from like a looks perspective or from no, like no, no. a status perspective? Her I'm, status I mean, like, is way higher than his. That's what that's what I'm saying. She's out of she... his league. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, like she could be with any yeah. professional athlete throughout all four major sports. But and, he and, invited her. He right, invited yeah, her fine. to the game. All right. All right, I get that. He invited her. He's a, I, I, like, there, there's no doubt in my mind that Travis Kelsey likes Taylor Swift and that he has a crush on her. I firmly believe that that's true. I think he's a big fan. I think he has a crush on Taylor Swift. Do I think the feeling is reciprocated from Taylor to him? No. I think everything that you said before, Chelsea, about the publicity – promoting her album, getting more eyes on Taylor Swift is all for Taylor. And it's helping out Travis, too. I think they're friends. I really do think they're friends. But as far as, like, a romantic relationship involvement, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not buying it. 
I think it's all a ruse. I think it's a hoax for publicity to get more money for both of them. I think they're better fitting financially and publicity. So cynical. 38,000 more Instagram followers for Travis Kelsey since yeah, this Taylor so... Swift thing. Yeah, so you just said it yourself, Mason, the podcast that he has with his brother. I like Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey's a man. Travis is a douchebag. And, uh, but I mean, Taylor's been, been known to date douchebags. Yeah, she might true. be like, right. He might be right in her, right in her league. I mean, as far as Kelsey and Belichick said this too, out of all the balls he's catched, this is probably the biggest catch he's ever had because Taylor's like stratospherical. Like, like when you think about like professional athletes and couples, I can't think of any in like recent memory that would be like more of a power couple and and the power lies in Taylor Swift's hands. Like she's like the Omega, like Travis Kelsey is great for his sport. But when you, when you think football, you don't think Travis Kelsey, like Patrick Mahomes, that would make sense. I know he's already married, but I'm saying like Patrick Mahomes is the face of the NFL. I don't think Travis Kelsey when I think NFL, but like think like, like a rod JLo, that that's good, but it's not even close to this because Taylor's just up miles ahead of JLo. I'm trying to think of other ones, like Tony Romo, Jessica Simpson. That's not even close either. But you remember how much like attention Jessica Simpson got when she was at all the Cowboys games with Romo? Like this is gonna yeah. like break the internet as long as Taylor keeps going to these games and keep going. And I guess that's good for the NFL because it gets more 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 eyes on it as well, and good for Travis Kelsey. The only, I, th- I think the only relationship you could compare it to, which obviously social media wasn't around back then, is um, Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I think that's like the closest thing possible. I mean, I don't know. I feel like this is probably bigger than that because Taylor, like Marilyn Monroe was like an American icon, but like Taylor Swift is like a worldwide sensation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's I think that this is probably like the biggest crossover like in in sports. But also I I think you do need to give Kelsey a little bit more credit for his marketability because I think most people when they think like when the Chiefs are advertised as a product, it's not just Mahomes, it's also him. You know what I mean? And so, I feel like but, but the I, NFL but I feel promotes like the shit out of more. him as well. They do, but I think it's more Mahomes. Like when I think Travis Chiefs, Kelsey's also had a Mahomes. TV show. Like, I'm just, I do, I'm just saying. I think he's a lot more popular than you might realize. I mean, he's also right. like the, he's by far and away the best at his position in the in the league. So, like, I do agree though that, like, obviously, comparatively speaking, Taylor Swift is stratospheric in her popularity. I am a Swifty. Okay, I'll say it. How can you not be? Come on. But like, I hope it works out. I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm trying not to be cynical about this. I want it to I work. I support it. I, I, I support it. I think Taylor. it's for publicity, but I'm here for it. I like it. And, and you look at it both ways for publicity right now for Taylor, them just being friends, whatever, all these eyes on Taylor. Then say, if it's actually a romantic relationship, it's not going to last. And then once they break up, Taylor comes out with a brand new album about it. I mean, right. the shit writes itself. But why is it not going to last? What if they get married? So, does every marriage last? 
Ours does, honey. I hate that you're poo-pooing this. I'm just Have saying. some fun. Ah. I think there's, I I think there's better looking guys and guys with more status in the NFL than Travis Kelsey. I'm just saying, he's you not know, a bad looking guy. What do you mean? He's not a bad looking guy. He's a good he's looking, not a bad looking guy. guy. I just, I just, he's no, he's no Jimmy G. He's no Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Tom Brady is, is, is kind of, kind of, kind of weird. Well, now guy. he is because he's like 50 with Botox. No, in his he's face. always been a little bit weird looking. So Even when he had, weird. when he had his, All right, uh, so I have the famous this picture of Travis. He's a good looking guy. All right. Can, I, yeah, he's a good looking guy, but I'm saying there's better looking guys. It's just so washed out. Yeah, it's, it's not doing <laughs> no. much justice. How do I share my screen? I never done this. Glenn didn't teach me anything. Well, you can't do it from your phone. All right. Well, I don't know how to do it from my computer either. So it's okay. Well, the the, we'll the it people, out. the listeners, good looking no. guy. But anyway, recap his outfit: nineteen eighty nine vibes. Okay, we got the new Taylor's version nineteen eighty nine album cover. Look it up because I can't show it. It's all washed out. Yeah, it kind of looks very similar. <laughs> same outfit you know the getaway car okay easter eggs all i'm saying you know next week they're gonna be in new york the chiefs mm. they're going to new york you know what else was given 1989 vibes is new york city why's that 1989 welcome to new york oh now i'm so, curious now i'm gonna look I'm up and saying. see who the Chiefs are? Pl- what Chelsea? What day does her album come out in October? October twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Because now I'm curious. Which is a Friday. Honestly, like, and then the NFL announces that Usher's doing the halftime this year. Dude, that People- sucks. Whoa, I hate. Whoa. No one cares about Usher doing the halftime show. Tell us what about the Chiefs game. Yeah. Well, first of all. Yes, Chels. That's that's the point. Is that that just completely gets overlooked? But wait a minute, Mason. What's wrong with Usher? No, I just feel like he hasn't been relevant for like ten years, man. He's a little you washed. Just, you don't let it burn. You don't got confessions, dude. Those are songs from like two thousand two, man. And they still slap, dude. If yeah. Paul McCartney can do the fucking halftime show in the mid two thousands, Usher can <laughs> do know, it in twenty twenty three. He's from the most popular rock band of all time. But all the four of them were together. Show that I'm living for is Creed. Thank you. That's right. And that's it. But now they're playing at the New Bedford Feast instead. And we didn't even go. And we didn't. I go. know. I missed out. And we, we didn't even go. There. That's all right. But uh, yeah. What we'll do is we'll we'll keep up the uh, TSTK watch weekly. Charles, the invite's always welcome if you want to join and give your take on any news or updates that happen. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd love to hear Suze's take on all this because I know he cares so muchly about it. He's going to go, who fucking cares? Yeah, I, I think the reason he's not on the show this week is probably because he knew that we were going to talk about it. He's just trying to dodge it. Yeah. Oh, man. He's like, oh, we got to go to the Red Sox. It's going to be like November. <laughs> he bought tickets specifically so he yeah. could bag out of talking about Taylor Swift. Yeah. It's going to be November. He's going to be like, oh, I got to go to a Red Sox game. But, yo, <laughs> they're not playing. <laughs> Uh, oh, did no, I said no, Red Sox. Sox? I, meant, uh, I mean, uh, Bruins, Celtics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Revolution. Um, so thanks for joining us, Chels. 
Um, Chiefs are in New York this weekend. So, yeah, we're going to see if Taylor's there again. And then we'll have something to talk about a week later. Anything else you like to add? Week seven. Week seven. The week before her album comes out, the 22nd. Guess who the Chiefs play? They play the Chargers. Oh, wait, but it's not in Los Angeles. Never mind. Shit. Well, I was going to say she'll be in L.A. potentially. We have her album coming out. Does that have to be New York? Okay. Does it have to be New York? Yeah. I guess so. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, there goes my favorite. Thanks, Charles. Uh, <laughs> that was TSQK watch. Oh yeah, uh, that was great. Yeah, I well, love. I Susan's gonna hate that segment. I'm gonna Absolutely. love it every fucking week. Yep. So I love. Like, I love my stupid, stupid shit like that. Yeah. So dumb, but. So, so yeah. what rom com are you gonna watch after this podcast? Um. <laughs> 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 uh. So. <laughs> With that, it brings us uh, to Let's get ready to rumble. Stellar Stars of the Week are brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job your man or woman started. And started. Mason, let's just look at Susan's team. Because, <laughs> yeah, mean, literally, right? Fuck, <laughs> yeah. This, this Ugh, dude must have had a man. shit-eating grin on his face. From the hours of 1 to 4 p.m. Because I'm just going to pick a guy. I'm going to go with. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm going to go with Devon Achan. 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 Yeah. We've been saying yeah. it wrong all this time, and he's just the been whole taken. time. <laughs> Just been he's taken, just and saying, then finally he had his breakout game. And he said, "Actually, it's a John. <laughs> it's just me." <laughs> uh, Susan just gave her the update that Rays are up seven nothing in the third. <laughs> no, they're not. Are you kidding me? Oh uh, shit! So Devon Achan had his breakout game as a rookie. Now this game. I mean, where do we start? We haven't even talked about the Dolphins scoring 70 on the Broncos, but this was a big part of it. The Rays might score 70 on the Red Sox tonight. They might do that right now. But Achan ran for 203 rushing yards on 18 attempts, two voluptuous TDs on the ground, and then to add to it, he had four receptions for 30 yards and two more TDs, totaling at 49.3 fantasy points in half point PPR. 49. That's pretty fucking crazy. That's pretty fucking stupid. And I, and I have him in my taxi squad in my dynasty league, and I'm like, well, time to move him <laughs> out of that. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? I mean, dude, let's be honest. Just to touch on that game real quick, because we might as well, because my stellar star of the week... <laughs> Is the other running back for the Dolphins, Raheem? The other Mostert. running back, not wide receiver, not tight end, running back. Who scored 
himself 41.7 fantasy points. He ran for 82 yards. He had three touchdowns. And, oh, let's not forget, three touchdowns on the ground. And let's not forget seven receptions for 60 yards and a receiving touchdown. So he had four TDs, man. That's crazy. It's fucking What the fuck? Dude, the Broncos should be ashamed. How the hell? I can't believe, like, I would have bet my top dollar that that would have happened to the Cardinals before it happened to the Broncos. Like, what the fuck? Also, the Dolphins scored 70 points. They didn't even have Jalen Waddle. I know. Like, they could have scored like 102. It would have been like the time that we played the fucking, uh, the can greats on, in Matt. <laughs> In Madden 25 <laughs> on Hall of Fame difficulty, we lost like a we lost 103 to zero. Me, oh, Susan, Glenn, shit. we all had different players we were controlling, and we did not score a point. Oh, that is so funny! I forgot about that. <laughs> I never forget. Yeah. I have PTSD. That's why I don't play Madden to this day. And the thing is, like, those are our two star stars of the week, but there were so many players who had great weeks this week. To attack of Iloa, their teammate had 28 points. Ken Walker had a 29 burger. Debo Samuel had 22. Adam Thielen had 11 for 145 and a touchdown, 26 points. All these guys had great weeks. You say Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen? I did not say Keenan Allen. 18 receptions, 215 yards, and a passing touchdown. Dude, when I saw that, I had oh. Keenan Allen in craig's league so i was like oh my god he's throwing and then mike williams wide open and i was jake uh had mike williams and i was like it's a wash because passing touchdowns are worth six baby dude when i (laughs) I when i saw i I saw the play design happening right as soon as keenan got the ball i was like oh he's behind the line of scrimmage i was like he's gonna throw it I was like, please, please, no. I was like, Quentin Johnson, Josh Palmer, anybody. Mike Williams is fucking wide open trotting. And I sent the gif of fucking, what's his name, jumping out the window from Game of Thrones. Oh, after uh, that one, because Jake has Mike Williams. What the hell is his name? Um, Tommen. Tommen. And, uh, yeah, I thought that spoilers. was... Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. I thought that was the <laughs> fork. Sticking in me because I'm done with Mike Williams. <laughs> but um, that's uh, yeah, I dude, that and that something similar we talked about before the podcast as well, or was it during the pod? I don't remember. Talking about Gabe Davis, Gabe Davis, who your dad traded for at the last possible millisecond before the game started at one, had one play where he scored. 9.8 points. He had one reception for 35 yards and it was a touchdown or whatever, 33 yards. And I was like, if this ends up being the reason why I lose, I'm going to kill someone like w- wide open on his touch. I was like, what the fuck, man? Like yeah. of all people, like what the hell? But thankfully, did you um, not mattering? Did you watch but, Sunday Night Football? Uh, 
Who's Sun? Who was Sunday Raiders night? And Steelers. Oh no, it's not watch that game. Well, you missed, I was you watching missed, on my phone because uh, I had the Raiders defense. performance from uh, Devontae Adams. Thirteen receptions. Oh yeah, hundred and seventy-two yards and two touchdowns for thirty-five point seven. Crazy. He, oh man. I wonder who he was Dude, playing this week. Also, Zach Moss. Zach Moss had twenty-one point five. Like. Jefferson, Justin Jefferson had 24.4. I think Tyreek had 26 again. Yeah. So, like, I mean, and even for a tight end, Sam Laporta had 18. <laughs> Sammy Laporta. Um, that was Stars Stars of the Week. Brought to you by Red Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job of your man or woman started. Mason, of course, with the good comes the bad. So, yep. It's time for. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck of the week. Uh, brought to you by PB and J Lube. Beginning fucked, you might as well use Lube. Um, yeah, so fuck of the week this week is one Derrick Henry. And it pains me oh. to say this. I don't know if he's ever been on this. No, before. I don't think he's ever been fuck of the week. And it hurts. And it hurts, man, because you're the president. I'm the vice president of the Derrick Henry fan club. I have him. In Craig's league. And the funny thing is, is, in my head, I always say this when I'm going up against someone that I have on another fantasy. I'm like, that's the only guy who I'm playing who's allowed to go off and I'll be okay with it. And Derek Henry <laughs> did the exact opposite of that. He was actually your dad's worst performer. Actually, yeah. technically, the Cowboys defense was, but that's, that's a defense. As far we'll as talk about them, as far as a must start running back goes, Derek Henry got two points. The Titans lost to Cleveland 27 to three. They couldn't get anything going. Derrick Henry just had 11 carries for 20 yards. And that was that. That was it. That's all he did. Um, And I think we're starting to learn how good this Cleveland defensive front is uh, against running backs because that's three weeks in a row that teams have not been able to run against them at all. Cleveland's got good D. Yeah, they do. Um, so yeah. I don't have much to say about Derrick Henry. Hopefully he bounces back. There were some other candidates in there. But I'm getting uh, scared, man. I'm not gonna lie. I'm getting a little nervous. Um, you know, I still think he'll be able to turn it around, but the offensive line looks like shit. Obviously, Derrick Henry's 29 now, and I know he has technically made made do with bad offensive lines before, but he is getting up there in age. So I'm a bit more concerned. But anyway, that was fuck of the week brought to you by PB and J lube. If you're going to get fucked. You might as well, might as well use lube. Mason this week. Um, very interesting week because the Dallas Cowboys play the new England Patriots. Us being fans of both teams, very interesting. I hope that we were able to watch this game on Sunday. And uh, I, I will not be here. Where are you going? Are you going to New York? Yes, but not to uh, see Megan's family. Megan is going, going to the, back. Going to the Jets game? No. Yeah, I'm oh. going to see Taylor Swift there. <laughs> I was going to uh, say live update of TSDK. Hey, Glenn, we are here live at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. I just saw a flash of blonde hair walk by me. It might have been Taylor Swift. It might have been a guy with long hair. I don't know. Might have been Chris Emsworth. 
<laughs> um, no, um, Megan is actually playing in her volleyball alumni game uh, for college yeah. this weekend. So we're going to go back to uh, up near Albany uh, in New York and she's going to show me around her old college campus. And mm. um, and yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend. We're going to see uh, meet some of her friends from college. So <laughs> is she going she gonna to show you her college dorm? I don't think so. And her no, own college bed. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really not, though. <laughs> I know you're not. Anyway, we're staying at a hotel. Oh, that's not fun. No. You, what do you mean? If, if, if we had the option... We would absolutely not stay. I would much rather stay at a hotel than a than a dorm room. Yeah, but I mean, party, college, Albany. <laughs> yeah, Albany is known for its intense party life. It's the um, capital, man. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So that's where I'm going to be. So unfortunately, I will not be able to watch uh Dallas and New England this week. Um. How you feel about it? I feel like the Patriots are about to get smacked. That's what I feel about it. So here's the, here's the thing for me, okay? We know what happened to the Patriots last week. They got their first win, a relief win against the New York Jets. We haven't talked about the Dallas Cowboys yet. I want to talk about the Dallas Cowboys because last week, going in to Arizona, they were looking like Super Bowl contenders. Defense looked really good. Offense looked good as well. Struggled in the red zone a little bit against the Jets, but, hey, it's still early, Okay. Now you got the Arizona Cardinals. Ah, we're gonna beat up on the fucking Cardinals, man. We're gonna beat up on them. Then we're gonna beat up on the Patriots. And then we got San Fran. And we're gonna worry about that. <clears throat> they went to Arizona and from the jump got punched in the mouth by Josh Dobbs and James Conner. I'm gonna say this again. <clears throat> by Josh Dobbs and James Conner. What the fuck, man? Dude, I think it's because Josh Dobbs finally learned the names of his offensive players. So now he can actually yell, hey, James, behind you. And then he goes, huh? Those in the ball. So so here's the thing. Okay. Now I know what you say it's the NFL, man. Any given Sunday, everybody can beat anybody. Cardinals weren't supposed to win this game. They knew it. The whole world knew it. We all knew it. And not only did they win the game, they won by two scores. Two fucking scores. We let up over 200 rushing yards as a defense to the Arizona fucking Cardinals. And then on offense, we can't score once we get to the red zone. You don't have a problem getting there, which is cool. But once you're there, you can't score. Because we got Mike McCarthy calling plays from 2010 playbook that he had in Green Bay. That's outdated. And then we have Dak, who uh, apparently the media is getting to him because they've been up his ass for the past year about leading the league in interceptions. So now whenever he's back in the pocket, I swear to God, he's afraid to throw a pick because he's not taking chances that he used to take, and it's infuriating me. So I think that's what's happening. And then that whole game was just out of sorts. Cardinals come away with a victory, and then 
just the ending of that game too made me beyond belief frustrated. You're down by two scores with all about four minutes left in the game. You realize you have to get the ball back, and these dudes are running the fucking ball in the red zone, wasting time just to throw a contested pick in the end zone. I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? And I think what this means for next week is because the Cowboys are supposed to win in week three, and then in week five, Mason, they have the San Francisco 49ers, which is the game that they need to get over the hump on Sunday Night Football. If anything, I thought week four at home against New England, a Bill Belichick coach team, I thought that was going to be a trap game. And I thought the Patriots had a good chance of beating the Cowboys with them looking ahead towards the San Francisco 49ers. Now that the Cowboys had this trap game against the Arizona Cardinals, there's not a chance in hell that they're going to let the Patriots beat them the week before they go face San Francisco. I think the focus will be better. It has to be better because there's no excuse for that. And there's no way they can be two and two going into San Fran. And there's no way from what I've seen from Mac Jones and the Patriots and Bill O'Brien's offense that they should be able to compete with this defense. But last week scared the shit out of me from what's seeing what Josh Dobbs and James Conner were doing. So who knows? What do you think? Um, I don't know, man. I think <clears throat> I think the Patriots are probably gonna get smacked. Uh mostly because like you said, I understand the Jets are a good team, but they just looked they look so awful on offense. Um and I just I don't see how they're gonna be able to compete with another good defense, but an offense that's actually pretty good. I mean, Christian Gonzalez has been very good for the Patriots. He's like, been great. He's been fantastic. Like He's the only person that realistically through the first three weeks has actually, when they were on Tyreek Hill in coverage, actually shut him down because otherwise he's been going absolutely nuclear on everyone. Um, but he's like the only shining spot on that defense. And I feel like even if you guys take, even if we take away CD lamb, uh, you still have Tony Pollard. You still have Jake Ferguson. You still have Michael Gallup. Um, you still have Brandon cooks. Uh, there's a lot of guys there that can that can hurt the Patriots. I just don't think that they have the depth on uh, defense necessarily to uh, to compete. And I think the Cowboys' O line will be at full strength this week um, against this Patriots defense. So, as far as the offensive side of the Patriots getting the ball against this defense, I think uh, they first of all, I think Patriots need to establish the run. I think that's been lacking in the first three games. Ramondre Stevenson hasn't been getting going. Zeke didn't have a bad game last week, but um, I think we have we might have two starting offensive linemen out right now. Um, I can't remember, but I know some, at least one player on their offensive line, a pretty significant one, if I remember correctly, is uh is hurt. So that could be a reason why they've been having difficulty. But it's been it's been frustrating, um, for sure. I mean, Mac Jones hasn't really had a lot of time to throw. His throws have been off. Um, obviously, the receiving core in and of itself isn't great. So, I don't know. A lot of holes on the team. The Cowboys, and this is the thing. Obviously, I know you're scared about Arizona, and I would agree that is a little bit scary. The Cowboys should beat the Patriots, though. Like, sure. I think we can all agree. They like, I'll be extremely wipe the floor with them, realistically. Yeah. So, I don't know if that'll happen. 
it might end up being a little bit closer because I feel like for some reason, the Patriots always play the Cowboys kind of tight. They do. Um, But I still think the Cowboys should be able to pull it out. Like they have a much better team. And I think now they'll be more focused after that loss, kind of like a wake up call saying, what the fuck was that? So we'll see. Uh, Let's go into the picks can pick them. Hell yeah. That is one of the games, but there's really good games this week. Let's see if this loads up here. Ooh, Thursday night's gonna be a good game. Thursday night's gonna be a it should be a great game, but then you remember it's Thursday night football and it's really good. Yeah, I think see. the the best the, the uh, game between Minnesota and Philadelphia actually ended up being pretty good. Yeah, it finished. It was closer than it should have been. Last week was obviously a snooze, but and and the Lions versus the Chiefs Chiefs was a good game. That's true. All right. So I, 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 you know me. I'm not a Thursday night football guy, but it su- has been surprisingly good. So, so this week on Thursday night football, we had the Detroit Lions who are two and one going to Green Bay to face the Packers who are two and one, overcoming a 17 point deficit in the fourth quarter against the Saints. Green Bay at home. Can they get revenge on the Lions for the way the Lions ended their season last year? Or do the Lions show again that there is a new cat in town? What do you think, Mason? Uh, yeah, I think I think the Lions, um, I'm taking them because I'm worried about the health of the Packers. Short week, Aaron Jones still questionable. Christian Watson says he expects to play, but we've heard that before. Um, and a guy hasn't played. Like Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones actually said, I'm fine. He is not fine, said the narrator. But so it's a week. And also, I think I think the Lions offense uh, gets back on track in this game. I don't think they've been as explosive, maybe uh, as people thought they might be this year. But I think they'll I think they'll get the job done in Green Bay. Is it in Green Bay? Or is it it is in Green Bay. Okay. Thanks. I'm going to pick the Packers because this is a pity pick. Because I'm pissed off about I'm how the Detroit off. Lions are using Jameer Gibbs. So it's so a spite I, I th- pick? Oh, it's a spite pick because spite I don't pick. think I think they're not going to use him right again this game. And they're not going to score as many points because of it. And the Packers are going to win. Pity pick for the Packers. Um, I I will say, Jordan Love has looked good. Yeah, like, for the most part, he's pretty good. Yeah, I like him. I like Love. And then moving on to Sunday, it's the first game in London Town. This is the Toy Story game. If anyone wants to, you know, watch what the fuck that even means. I they've ad- they advertised it last night on Monday Night Football. I am still so confused See, as to what it is. When you like, leave the room, Mason, your toys come to life. I know, Glenn. I understand the concept of Toy Story. I'm saying yeah. Toy Story in the footballs. Are like, are they going to superimpose characters like over, like the players? Like, so, like is, so is Trevor Lawrence is Drake gonna London going to catch Tom Hanks? So is Trevor Lawrence going to be Woody, and then Calvin Ridley is going to be Buzz? 
And no. then when when Calvin Ridley catches a touchdown, he's going to start hitting the gritty. And then because Buzz is superimposed on him, Buzz is going to start doing the gritty across no, but, the end zone. Like, what? how is this going to work? See, Buzz can't be Calvin because Buzz doesn't gamble. Um, I love how you Buzz didn't is, have a problem with Buzz doing the gritty. The problem that you had was who I picked to be Buzz. I mean, I'd love to see Buzz Lightyear do the gritty. I think he I would love that. that. I think he fucking puts the helmet down and then just starts grittying. And then as oh, as he's grittying, when he goes down, the wings pop out, and then they pop back in. So every time he goes up and down, the wings keep going out. And yeah, that'd be pretty fire. But I think if anyone's Buzz Lightyear in this game, it's gonna be Bijan Robinson. True. Who would so who would Desmond Ritter be? Desmond I'm Ritter. Thinking like I'm thinking he'd be like the the penguin. Wheezy. Yeah, Wheezy. <laughs> I think I feel a song coming on. Oh man, who's uh, who's Jesse? Um, I don't. I think, uh, I think, I think Trevor Lawrence would be Jesse actually because the long hair. Uh, and then Travis Etienne could be Bullseye. I can see that. Wait a minute. Why? The why horse. is he Bullseye? Yeah, I don't know because he's. Because Trevor Lawrence is Jesse, and they're always together. You know who Arthur Smith is? The prospector. <laughs> Fuck off, man. Stinky Pete. Yeah, and uh, who's who's the coach for? Oh, uh, Peterson, Peterson is Zerg. Ooh. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> who's Sid? Someone has to be Sid. Sid. <laughs> Kyle Pitts. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> he just fucks everything up. That's it. Uh, Craig said yeah. Trevor Lawrence is Stinky Pete. Trevor Lawrence is Stinky No, he's playing like Stinky Pete. <laughs> but he, he's not Stinky Pete. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other Toy Story characters that we could add to this game. Someone's got to be Mr. Potato Head. Oh, it's going to be a guy who gets hurt a lot. Uh, she keeps losing limbs. Oh man, hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. Don't really. I don't think anyone's really injury prone. No. Who can't catch the ball? That could be Rex. Okay, we're getting way too deep into this. It's the fucking Falcons and Jaguars playing in London. Who's the? Someone's gotta be the piggy bank too. Oh ham. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's Doug Peterson. Ham. <laughs> he's the he's the pig with the remote. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> he's not doing it right. He's fucking the channels. Yeah. I love Toy Story. I'm about to watch Toy Story after we record this. <laughs> Bustle uh, Alright. <laughs> <We're- laughs> Um, I'm, I'm taking the Jaguars. They can't they lose are? to the Falcons. Yeah, they also couldn't lose to the Texans, but they did. Uh, I know. I'm taking the supposedly Falcons. supposedly Fuck the Doug- Jaguars. I'm off. I'm off the Jaguars bandwagon after last no, week. No, no, you gotta believe. I don't believe in shit. You're, I believe you're just in no believe. You don't believe in Travis Kel- T- Kelsey nope. and Taylor Swift. You don't believe in the Jaguars. You stink. I believe in the Dirty Birds. I believe in Bijan, Buzz Lightyear, 
to infinity stink. and beyond. Got it. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, this game, <laughs> this game Buzz, o'clock. we missed the truck. We're not We're aiming for the truck. truck. If you know, you know. Oh, you uh, know. God damn. Anyway, <sighs> Dolphins, Bills. Miami oh. is undefeated. The only remaining undefeated team in the AFC. Uh, they travel to Buffalo to face the Bills for two and one. This is to crown a new king of the AFC East, possibly, if the Miami Dolphins can pull this off. But the Bills aren't going down without a fight. What do you think, Mason? I am going to take the Dolphins. Are you? I am. I'm doing it. I'm too. Give me the Dolphins. I like it. I, I like how Tua is running this offense. I like the explosivity. Of Tyreek Hill. I like how the defense is playing. I like Achan. I like Mostert. I like Ketchup. I like everything about the Dolphins. Um, the Bills are a good team. And they've kind of got back on track after week one. But I think the Dolphins are just a wagon right now. And I think they're going to beat the Bills. So as good as, as good as that game is, Mason... This next game is a battle of suck. As the 0-3 Denver Broncos travel to Chicago to face the 0-3 Bears. Craig says, Reek is the RC car from Toy Story. Mesa, I can't hear you. Don't hear you. Nope. Give me finger time. Craig says, Reek is the RC car from Toy Story. Man, he's fast. He is fast. Can't hear Mason now. How about now? There we go. Okay. I don't know why my my thing randomly switched off my my voice, but whatever. Um, I am going to say, as one person saw uh, put it on Twitter, this game should be referred to as a completely stoppable force meets a completely movable object. Um, <laughs> I oh, I man. am going to pick – I'm picking the Bears uh, because – look, a- either way you're going to say, oh, for who you pick. I'm picking the Bears because I think they have a more explosive offense. I think they can at least get it figured out. The Dolphins just got 70 points against this defense, no. man. no. I'm picking the Broncos because the Broncos can actually put up points, albeit only 20 to 70. The Bears stink. Justin Fields is not good. The offense is not good. They have not had any design QB runs for him. They started doing it a little bit last week, but this is what happened last season. Everyone thought that he was junk, and then – they actually started running him, and he started doing. How, he can't. He and can't. How they finish? And how they finish? Not great, but they finish with three Justin, wins. 
Justin Fields was still a viable fantasy option, though. Yeah, and fantasy is fine. But I'm saying in this game, to win a football game, he's not gonna he's not a good quarterback to do that. And I don't think he's gonna beat the Broncos. I'm gonna take the Bears. I'll take the Broncos. Broncos country, let's do something because let's what die. the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, this one is gonna be a good game. It's the Baltimore Ravens go to Cleveland to face the Browns. And I'll tell you what, I'm taking the Browns at home because I believe in the Browns. I'm taking the Browns too, man. That defense Let's is go. scary. Um, I think Deshaun Watson is not good still. He had a good game last week. He did have a good game last week, but the Tennessee Titans secondary is also Swiss cheese. So mm. I'm just saying their run defense is good. Uh, I mean, Ford obviously broke off that that run at the end, but their run defense for the most part has been very solid. So, but anyway, taking the big breaths. I think the Ravens are still banged up too, which even adds more chips to the Brown side. Yes. Cincinnati Bengals get their first one of the year on Monday night football. And now they're looking to make it two in a row as they go to Tennessee to face the Titans. I'm picking the Bengals. Yeah. I think they found a way to win with Joe Burrow being limited. I think the Rams are a better team than the Titans. And uh, Bengals' defense looked really good last night. They That's, did. Uh, I, I'm, well, no, I'm saying they did, but oh. the Rams' offense also didn't do them any favors, I think. Matt Stafford, definitely his worst game of the season. Um, but no, I'm taking the Bengals as well. I mean, as good as the – Titans D line is against the run. Their secondary blows and they cannot score points. Their offense has looked so inept. Uh Ryan Tannehill has looked terrible. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do uh at quarterback right now. I think they're in a kind of a, t- a difficult spot because they do have some talent on offense. <laughs> but would uh, you rather have Ryan Tannehill or Zach Wilson? Oh, Tannehill. Yeah. Tannehill is at least... As as bad as Tannehill's been, Zach Wilson is just... Still no no pause I would take Tannehill over Zach Wilson. No no pause. As bad as he has looked, he has at least shown that he can be a competent NFL quarterback before. Zach Wilson has never even given an inkling that he can do that. Nope. Uh, This next game at 1 o'clock has a chance to be a sneaky good game, too, is the L.A. Rams... Travel to Indianapolis, who are two and one, went beating the Ravens last week without Anthony Richardson. And we don't know if Richardson's yeah. going to be back. I think he's still in uh, concussion protocol, but we're hoping that he returns. In Indy, I'm taking the Colts. Uh, I'm doing it. I'm going to take the Colts too. I just I I'm I think eventually the fact that the Rams are really bad on defense is going to catch up with them. Um, hey. Yes, because they kept it close last night against the Bengals, but that's Joe Burrow on basically one leg. Uh, so and they were yeah. very limited in what they could do on offense. So, I don't know. I feel like those chickens are eventually going to come home to roost. They might be fine on offense. It really pissed me off that they just did not run the ball last night. That yeah, really annoyed me. 
No, at all. They they ran. Kyron Williams ran nine times. He had nine rushing attempts the whole game, man. It's like I don't understand why they just completely went away from the run. It was was so the the game wasn't even out of reach to the point where they had to keep throwing. So no, the game was completely in reach up right up to the last the last bit of the game. Right. So I don't know, but I'm taking Um, the Colts. Yeah, me too. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are two and one, suffering a loss on Monday Night Football to the Eagles, but now they're going to New Orleans to face the two and one Saints, who have Jameis Winston in quarterback. This is another good game, I think. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints. I think the Saints have a better defense, like they have an actually really good defense, um, and. I think Jameis went Jameis Winston revenge game incoming. Let's not forget Kamara's back too. I might have to change that, but I'm gonna stick with it. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, big Mike Evans day, big Chris Godwin day, big Baker Mayfield day against the Saints. Um, the Washington Commanders are two and one, and they're going to face the three and zero Philadelphia Eagles. Give me Philly. Because Sam Howell looked like hot garbage against the Bills last week. Yeah, I guess uh, my take about them being competitive with the Bills is not good. Uh, The Commanders played an actual team, and guess what? They lost. They got dominated. So um, that also was really annoying for me because they just took Josh Allen out so early, and I was like, oh, okay. Guess my uh, and James Cook. So I was like, oh, all right. Guess my uh, fantasy day is done on that game. Great. And yeah, then their defense had like Dickhead Reed had points. Mahomes in. Yeah, had to get that did. that last touchdown, man. Which once again ended up being fine, but at the time really pissed me off. I was like, dude, take him out of the game. He already almost got injured. What's wrong with you? That's true. So annoying. Um. This next game, we got 0-3 versus 0-3 as the Minnesota Vikings travel to Carolina to face the Panthers. I'm taking the Vikings. They can't possibly lose to a Andy Dalton-led Panthers team, can they? I mean, the Seahawks almost did. Almost, almost is the key word there. But I think, is Bryce Young not going to play again? Um, well, I, I, it's technically possible for him to play this week. They haven't made a decision either way. I don't think, but Dalton is currently slated to play. I think it's going to matter. Another big Kirk game incoming. It's just the defense is so bad on the Vikings. It's pissing me off. Their, their defense stinks, dude. It's bad, bad, but I mean, it's good for fantasy because then the Vikings are going to shoot on the shootouts. Great for fantasy. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers are two and one, coming off a big Sunday night football win over the Raiders. Now they travel to Raiders. Houston, who's coming over with a big win over the Jaguars. Give me the Steelers on the road. I like the Steelers team. Kenny Pickett showed me something on a Sunday night. Show me that he's got a little bit, a little bit of a sack, a little bit of sack in him. A little bit, so. tiny, tiny little pebbles right now, but they can get bigger. Yeah, they get a little bigger. They're in a sack. Um, I'm going to take the Steelers too. Uh, my thing is I have Jalen Warren, as you know, mm-hmm. and obviously I don't have Najee. 
I don't have Najee Harris on my team, but you know, I check in every week to see how he did. Cause obviously there's implications for, you know, if Jalen Warren potentially can become the starter, like I assumed he would when I drafted him. Um, and he's just not getting the usage currently that I want. And every time I scroll over to Najee Harris and I look at what he did and I see what he did and how fucking God awful he is. And the fact that Mike Tomlin refuses to give Jalen Warren a chance is infuriating. He had 19 carries yesterday for 65 yards. He stinks, dude. And like free Jalen Warren, man, free him. Did you see the snaps from Susan that he was sending during the game? No. It was like you would you would take a video of Najee Harris getting a carry, and it'd be like a one or two yard gain, him bumping in the back of his line, and he'd put it in slow motion, and he he'd put the caption Najee, and then he would do. A, a carry from Jalen Warren that's like an eight to ten yard gain up the middle, whatever, and he'd speed it up in fast motion and he'd put Warren. <laughs> and I did not a, see that. Oh my god, it was so funny. He did it multiple times like throughout the game. And it's just like, yeah, I mean Jalen Warren uh needs to get more touches, that's for sure. Dude, it's so annoying. But that's just a quick aside I had. Um yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the Steelers. I think the Texans I'll be honest. They've shown me a little something. They've been competitive in all their yeah, games. CJ you know? Strouds look pretty good. So he hasn't looked bad. And and their their wide receivers look pretty good. Like Tank Dell looks Tank like Dell. he could potentially be a stud. Nico Collins looks like he could be a stud. Bobby Trees um, still there. They got Bobby Trees. Uh obviously they got Damian Pierce, who's who's pretty good. Um, so watch out for them. Watch out for them. Watch they out. might, you know, put it on the they board. Watch some, out, watch yeah. out for the Texans. Put on the board. All right, not necessarily. It's not that okay. big. They're they're still gonna stink, but <laughs> they might be in. They might be in games though more than you might think. Gotcha. Um, at four o'clock, we had the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. Uh, Raiders. I don't think that Jimmy G might be playing. I think he's hurt. No, he's out, I mean, man. This really stinks for our team. Ah, uh, Jesus. Well, that means I'm going to take the home team, the Los Angeles Chargers. They might have to stop Ryan Hoya. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Give me the Chargers. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers. And then at 425, the New England Patriots travel to Dallas to face Cowboys. the Cowboys. We already talked about it. I'm going Cowboys. If the Cowboys do not win this game, cancel the season. May Go. 2. Give me the Cowboys. Cancel it. 425 with the Arizona Cardinals coming off their Super Bowl win against the Cowboys. <laughs> and now they're going to face another Super Bowl team, uh, the San Francisco 49ers. And I don't think they can pull off back-to-back miracles. And I think the 49ers are going to shit down their gullets. Give me the 49ers. Uh, yeah, I agree. Give me the 49ers. Something we didn't talk about. Demi got some bruised ribs. He does. So that's but a little he, concerning. He's good. I think he's playing. Oh, you think he's gonna suit up? I think he's gonna suit up. I think he. I think he's gonna eat a rack of ribs and ain't gonna suit up and shit all over these Arizona Cardinals. 
Got to be pretty quick to shit on a cardinal. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> I think on Sunday Night Football for uh, you Swifties <laughs> and your uh, this game on. TSTK fans, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to New York to face the Jets. And, uh, yeah, give me the Chiefs. You know, as good as the Jets' defense is – Dude, there's a good chance this game they might just say, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. There's no shot we're beating these guys. You know what's gross is that in anticipation of the Jets being really good with Aaron Rodgers, the Jets have a shit ton of, like, primetime games throughout the season. And it's going to be fucking gross to watch them on Sunday night or Monday night or whenever they're playing, and it's, it's not good. Yeah, and you see the guy that you drafted, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, basically in jail because they're on the Jets, essentially. Yeah. All that talent yeah. wasted. Yep. And then Monday night, you got the Seattle Seahawks at 2-1 and one going to New York to face the Giants. Now, I don't know if Saquon's going to be back. He does have an extra day to rest up that ankle. But quite frankly, I don't think it's going to matter. I think the Seahawks are better than the Giants, and I think the Seahawks are going to beat the Giants, and I think the total amount scored in this game is going to be 69 points. Mason? Um, yeah, I'm going to take the uh, the card, uh, Cardinals, Jesus Christ, the Seahawks as well. Um, yes. I think, personally, the Giants stink. I don't really think the Seahawks are super great either, for the record. Um. But I like the Seahawks better. I like Geno Smith. You know what? I'm not even going about football standards. I just like the Seahawks. I don't like the Giants. I'm picking the Seahawks. That's what I'm going by. 42 points. So, RIP to the Eliminator Challenge. Yep. As the Cowboys let us down last week. I just want it to be noted. (laughs) I did not want to pick the Cowboys. I wanted to pick a different team. But I was vetoed. Next time we won't do it as a podcast then. We'll all do our (laughs) own. No, because now we're out. So now it's not just me talking about it for the three weeks going, (laughs) okay, guys, here's who I'm going to pick for my eliminator challenge. I'm the only one who's in it. Uh, We made it two more weeks than last year. So that's true. I did. I mean, well, you know, it'll be back. Oh, we didn't even say who's 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 leading in. In Okay. Someone is leading. What the heck? Why do they have? I can't even. All right. Well, I'm tied with someone for first place in our pigskin pick'em. Um, I'm 30 and 18. The other person is 30 and 17. But somehow they're in first. Well, we're both tied for first, but they're ahead of me. So I don't know how that works. But um, Glenn, you are in third place, 29 and 19. You're a game behind. Um, then it's ESPN fan three four seven seven one six eight 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 nine. They're twenty eight and twenty. Then yeah. George Pickums. That's me. Wait, oh, that's you. Who's yeah. Sukamanads? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, they're twenty nine and nineteen. <laughs> oh shit! I thought that was you for sure. I forgot that no, you're I'm George jo- Pickums. I'm George Pickums. All right, well, you're twenty seven and twenty one, so you're three Damn. minutes behind. Sousa's four games behind. Uh, and Chris looks like he made picks for the first week and <laughs> then stopped. 
That's it. All right, doing this. <laughs> oh, um, shit. But anyway, that's uh, that's the standings right now. Remember, if you beat all three of us, you get a prize that will be discussed at a later time. Special uh, we're, work, we're, we're working on it. We are. Sizzling Hot Takes are brought to you by Der Burgers. Mason, well, the burger's good. Der. Der. Sizzling Hot Takes for week four. What do you got? My Sizzling Hot Take is that Woody hits the gritty three times this weekend in London. And then all the people Woody. in the crowd are going to go, Oi, bro, did you see that? I just hit the gritty. Oh, bruv. Oh, my bruv. <laughs> oh, man. He's widowy Gwitty and why not? <laughs> that that sounds more Australian. Off the bobby. Woody's going to widowy Gwitty all over London. Who's Woody? Um, I don't know. Whoever is Woody is going Calvin to Gwitty three times. Sure. Three times they're gonna gritty because they're gonna score three times. Yeah, because Woody's Woody's like a gambling man. I feel like yeah. he takes a lot of chances. He took a chance on uh, Buzz when he went to go save him in Toy Story Two. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Buzz took a chance on Woody. I don't mind. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, no, What's if you want an actual, you want an actual sizzling hot take. Um, yeah. okay, hold on. I gotta go back to my picks and pickings. I had one and then I, I lost it. Oh, here's my sizzle hot take. I gotta stick with the meme and it's still, uh, about the London game. And it's that Kyle Pitts is going to continue his dominance in London and he's going to have two touchdowns. <laughs> he's going to have his best game of the season this week. That's actually a really good season hot take. I like that. I got to stick with the meme. All right. I'm going to tell you my season hot take. Although the Miami Dolphins and Tyree Kill especially have been outstanding through three weeks, I think there's a wide receiver in the AFC East that's a little, little pissed off about it. And I think Stephon Diggs is actually going to outperform Tyree Kill. <clears throat> By 10 fantasy points. Ooh. Spicy. Yeah, you like that? That was good. That's a good one. Sizzling Hot Takes are brought to you by Dirt Burgers. Mason, are the burgers good? Adder. Adder. Well, we did it. A Sizzleless podcast. We hope he's enjoying this uh, lovely Red Sox game. You want to live live check-in on the score right now? Oh, don't even tell me. Let me see. Uh, 70 to 20. Um, It's actually 7 to 3. Okay. Bottom of the sixth right okay. now. So maybe they'll only lose by by uh by 13 now instead of instead of uh six, 16. So maybe Anything else you want to add for this week? Uh, no, man. Um, I think I was actually in the same spot last year at this point. I think I was two and one. Um, 
So hoping to get a win, go three and one, finally be like two games above 500 for the first time. And God knows how long um, that would be sick. So I'm facing uh, the undefeated Brendan Borges this week. And I faced him last week in Jim and Skip, and I got a win against him. He texted me today saying, you can have Jim and Skip because I'm beating you in the Westport League. And I said, oh, Damn. shit. So that kind of got me kind of got me a little nervous. E, bro. So we're going to see. And I told him I can't wait for uh, – see, it's funny with as DeAndre Swift, you know, people who own DeAndre Swift, it's got to be frustrating because he's been running his ass off these past two weeks. And then they get to the goal line and they do the unstoppable QB push. And DeAndre Swift doesn't get goal line carries because so it just goes to Jalen Hurts. But I get to enjoy DeAndre Swift carrying it all the way to the one-yard line. And then Jalen Hurts pushing it in because he has both of them on his team. <laughs> That's going to be fun. That's going to be a great time. And can we do – just a quick aside before we wrap up the podcast. I am so sick of like – I see it on, on my Twitter all the time from like Dov Cleveman and like uh, uh, other people – uh, that are NFL insiders being like, this, how are you supposed to stop this play, bro? This oh QB stupid. Dude, just like, shut the fuck up, man. Here's how, you want to know how you stop the QB push? <clears throat> uh, you don't allow the Eagles to assemble. Don't ma- let them get to the one-yard line. Yeah, that too. I was going to say, they also, they also, the Eagles have drafted well. They've signed, they've managed their offensive line. Well, they have, they have one of the best offensive lines in football. You know what I mean? But like the they is- they did that themselves. Like they it's not a cheat code. It's not like they're doing that and getting like eight for eight yards or something like every play. It's just in very specific situations. So it's like as a defense, you shouldn't be allowing teams to be in third and short anyway. You don't want I them to be in there. third and manageable. So I it's like throw a fault. Stop crying about it, man. Like yeah. I don't know, just get a better defensive line or something. Like f- figure it out. Figure it out. Amazing's out on that note. My, my camera just went bye-bye. <laughs> Your camera just went bye-bye, which means yeah. we're going to go bye-bye too. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you for joining us yet again on the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, check us on the Twitch each and every single week live at 7 p.m. on a Tuesday. Um, listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on the Twitter or x.com. Instagram as well, and the TikTok. And keep tuning in for your weekly TSTK watch as we track down the news with Travis Kelsey and T-Swizzle. Oh, also, I forgot to mention, uh, the fuck of the week was... um, So, for fuck of the week... Your mic cut out. Fuck of the week was voted on this week. So if follow us on those uh, social media apps, Instagram, Twitter, slash X, and we'll post a poll every Tuesday of our fuck of the week candidates and you get to vote. And then whoever wins the vote is who we say it is. So you get to decide who it is. That is correct. Right, Mason. Have fun in Albany. Albany. All right. Uh, Let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.